You're listening to an Amplify podcast. We'll put a smile on your dial. Amplify the fun in your evenings. Amp up your ride home with Amplify. The sound of underage Melbourne. You're listening to Amplify. 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 This is Amplify. Especially in these first couple of weeks after the school holiday, like long school holidays, you can really feel tired and it can feel a lot, it can be a bit overwhelming. Um, so I'm going to talk to you a little bit about that. I've done a little bit of research. Um, I'm going to be taking quite a lot of my info from the NHS 
Nikkei's website, they have an article on um, sleep tips for teens, and I'm kind of going to go through that, and I'm going to put in some stuff that I also have found that helps. So the first thing is, and you're going to hate it, and I hate it as as well, is screens. It's they're they're not good. Um, so it's not really healthy to have any form of um, big blue lights. So that's your phone, your tablet, your TV, your computer. Um, that will in, and that interferes with the way you sleep. So um, they recommend having at least an hour of screen-free time before you go to sleep. Um, and it's just it, you want a break. You want to make sure that you're having a break from social media. It can feel really overwhelming. And I know that I feel quite overwhelmed with like news and stuff. So I get what I call news fatigue, which is I watch and consume too much news. So I find the best way for that. So I've deleted most of the news apps except for the Apple one on my phone. And I'll just go through that and I'll, they do like morning briefings, but they'll just tell you all of the big headlines. And then I've turned off news for the rest of the day. Um, I'm also quite bad at the screen time thing. I think that I'm definitely planning on getting better at it. Um, I know my phone's my alarm. But I have what they call Apple, I think Apple phones, I think most phones have it, where you can put your phone on an alarm for how many other hours and you can't access anything on it. So it's just like a black screen, which I think is really helpful for me. Don't know if it'll be helpful for you. Um, it's also important that, um, so the, this website tells us that um, 8 to 10 hours of good sleep on a school night is recommended for teens. Um, that sounds like a lot and I don't think I get 8 to 10, but... It's important that we're getting good sleep, not just sort of like waking up in the middle of the night to sleep. You want good deep sleep. Um, the next one says exercise for a better sleep. So, um, this is something I actually didn't know, but you can if you're exercising a lot and you're making sure you're getting that regular exercise and eating well, it can really help the way you sleep. Um, so. You, uh, teenagers should be getting at least 60 minutes of exercise every day. This can include anything from um, aerobic exercises to walking and running. Um, and um, they recommend in daylight, um, get that vitamin D, vitamin D, I think it's vitamin D. Um, you want, this is really good for healthy sleep patterns. I didn't actually know this. So the next thing is cutting out caffeine. So I, they're not suggesting that um, to cut out caffeine completely, nor am I saying that, but they recommend stop drinking as much as you probably are. So um, these can include things. Caffeine is found in basically most, thing, most drinks, so from like Coca-Cola to tea, coffee, energy drinks. Um, I think Gatorade has it in it. Um, and it's an addictive substance. Um, like, talk to most people, they're probably addicted to coffee or tea or whatever, and I know I love a cup of tea. Um, and it's just not good for the way you sleep, it keeps you awake. So they recommend saying not having caffeine drinks, drinks at least three hours before you go to bed. Um, I'm not great at that, I usually have a cup of tea before bed, which I wonder why that's so good. Um, so making sure you're going to bed and not a completely full overeating stomach or also not an under like an empty stomach is not good for you so um you want to make sure that you have something to eat before you go to bed whether it's just like some crackers or something or whatever but you also don't want to be eating too much you don't want to be eating full meals before bed so have your dinner at like a healthy time um and yeah um and it also can just cause discomfort like you're too full, you don't feel that great, and you're not going to get to sleep for that time. Um, the next thing that they suggest, which is something that I'm going to talk a little bit more about, is having a good sleep routine. I've got a couple of tips for this. Um, the first thing is um, this means that basically you want a good, big, uh, like regular routine. Um, and it doesn't just mean like the time you go to bed. This means like the things you do before you go to bed. So I mean that's uh, washing my face, doing my skincare, brushing my hair, 
um, I put a lip balm on, and I'll make rude for 10-15 minutes, and then I'll go to sleep. Um, and this just means that you're creating a regular routine, and the way I do this is to, as I said before, you can set what they call bedtime alarms on your phone. So mine is from 10.30 to um, 6.30 in the morning, so I'm getting however long that is. Um, asleep and it just means your phone goes blank so you'll still have an alarm on your phone but you don't have to look at it and you it will keep that alarm um, and also it creates a routine so it does what they call um, pre-bed which means it just turns off for like an hour before you go to bed so you've got some time to figure that out um, the, the last thing I want to talk about, actually there's two last, I want to talk about two more things. The first, last one is, um, so creating a really sleep friendly bedroom. So you want to have a good sleeping environment. So you want one that's dark, that's cool, comfortable, quiet. Um, so whether if you're, for us in Australia, you want to make sure that you've got some good curtains that will black out um, early summer mornings and light evenings. Um, that's just like really helpful and then the last one I want to talk about is um, if you're having any problems at school at home or whatever you don't want to talk them through before you go to bed you don't want to go to bed with like a really busy mind um, so making sure you're talking to a trusted adult and um, you can even just do um, I like journaling so I write down everything um, uh, and they even say just do like a make to do list, um, so you're not lying awake worrying about your exam tomorrow or whatever it is, um, and that's always like really helpful. See, so, yeah, I think that's a really good place to end. Um, I'm Izzy, well, listen to Amplify. Have a good afternoon, I guess, some good sleep tonight. <laughs>
to do on the weekend uh, I don't know why you've come to me I've got no clue what's going on in the outside world but here are some suggestions <laughs> uh, a few weeks ago I recently went to see a top design exhibit at the MoMA Museum which was a lot of fun a lot of really great designs there from a whole bunch of students from VCE um, art and visual communication design um, so that was just in the MoMA Museum and there's always a whole bunch of exhibits going on in there. And most notably, the taxidermy room, which sadly is being shut down, uh, which I'm still... I can't even process the news. Although it's a shame that the taxidermy room is being shut down, one thing that has been a, a particular highlight from the exhibit was the sad otter. Now, the sad otter originated from the Melbourne Museum, um, before becoming its most famous resident uh, of the room. And the sad otter was originally taxidermied without its creators ever seeing a living um, otter. So that's why it looked the way it did. Um, but sadly that was removed three years ago. But luckily its legacy lives on in the gift shop as there are now sad otter plushes uh, that you can buy to show your support for the greatest taxidermy. Uh, creature of all time. If the museum sounds like something that could be interesting to you, another thing that you might also enjoy uh, would be a visit to ACME, the Australian Centre for the Moving Image. So ACME focuses on the history of pop culture in Australia specifically, 
Um, so that's all things movies, TV, video games. Um, so of course they know me by first name now, but, uh, if you'd like to go and check that out, I believe that they're opening soon, um, after being closed down for a while due to COVID. Um, so that also might be something that you could be interested in. If you're not looking for something big in the city, another thing I'd recommend would be a special screening at the Astor Theatre. Uh, recently, the Astor has been hosting a series of special screenings for, f for films in special editions like 35mm and 40mm, um, for films like Star Wars, Indiana Jones, Pulp Fiction, etc. Um, so that could also be interesting. talking about things to do on the weekend and now we're going to get into extracurriculars and I'm your host Levy and I'm with Ananya and we're just going to talk about things we do after school and in general things that we like to enjoy like sports and music and other things like that. So something that I do after school or I like to do as an extracurricular is playing the drums or like any instrument. I'm really into music. I like playing um, a lot of instruments and it just helps me uh, relax I guess and like when I'm really stressed out with exams and school it 
kind of takes my mind off it. So I really enjoy that. Um, mm. That's pretty much all I do. Uh, other than that, I don't really have anything else that I like do as an extracurricular. But do you, Ananya? Yeah, I currently, do, I also play an instrument. So I play piano. I do um, lessons for that. And I, I don't know, I just really love playing piano. I've played it since, I think, before prep, I think. So I've played it for a very long time. Um, and so I've grown up, like, it's grown with me as, like, a hobby. And, I, like, I, don't, I can't imagine myself quitting it. So, yeah, that's one of them. And then I also do, I play tennis um, and I have a competition every week for that. And I also do debating. So those are my three extracurricular activities that um, I do. So um, in primary school or like before now, did you have any other extracurricular activities or is it, has it always just been drums? No, like I did, I used to play like the guitar in year five and I like did lessons um, near my house, but then um, I stopped that because I got more interested in like drums. So then I started doing that in high school because in my school we had like a music program and um they said like they had like a range of instruments like you could choose from and then I chose to do the drums or like more specific percussion so just like percussion instruments like xylophone um timpani drums snare drum things like that so Mm -hmm. I would like um play in like the school orchestra and in the school bands and stuff that we had so yeah that's pretty much like where um I took like drums and kind of like started doing more things like getting more involved in like, school activities mm-hmm. I guess so yeah um but in primary school it was kind of like more sporty like I did mm-hmm. more um sports like I did I played like netball like in year six I literally played like netball and then I did volleyball and then I did rugby and then I did like I participated in like the swimming carnival and I did the athletic mm-hmm. carnival and I did all of, and I did cross country and I did all of this like like athletic stuff because I knew that when I would go into high school I wouldn't do anything and I didn't so I don't really do much like in high school now I'm not really um sporty or like athletic I guess yeah it's kind of yeah, funny some, yeah. in high school I feel like you're forced to think more about like prioritizing like studying and um, yeah. thinking about like school more and in primary school you just have much more time to just like volunteer for anything and do anything but like yeah. on that whole topic of scheduling how do you like schedule extracurricular activities around um like your like lifestyle as you're in year 10 to like, no year 11 like me now 2021 um but how do you like schedule that well, now that I'm in year 11, I actually stopped doing, like, I stopped doing lessons um, at school, but I'm still going to continue, like, playing because, you know, at lessons at school, it's like I have to stick to, like, a schedule. But, mm-hmm. you know, since I'm, like, we're in year 11 now and we're doing BC, it's, like, a bit more difficult because we have, like, more work. Like, there's a heavier workload and, like, more responsibility in, like, I guess, the academic side of things. So I wanted to stop doing lessons as I think that I'm, like, kind of good enough now to practice on my own. And I also think that, you know, since I'm quitting, I can, like, make my schedule more flexible. Mm. Um, but, yeah, that's what – I don't know. I just kind of cater around, like, what I need to do. Like, I prioritise first. Usually I just, you know, study and do all my homework and then I would practice, you know, yeah. as that's, like, more important. So, yeah, and I quit because in school I have to, like, um, go out of class to do my lesson and I didn't want to do that because I don't want to miss out on important information. So, yeah. Yeah, that's the one thing that's really good with instruments is that, like, you don't need classes to have it as a hobby and, like, constantly do it because once it becomes something that you're, like, passionate about, like, every time you have, like, a free block or you have nothing to do, you can just go play. But for me, I feel like with scheduling, sorry, I have something in my throat right now. But um, with scheduling, I always um, shape my, like, homework around the things I want to do. So if I have, like, a tennis tournament or 
if I have a debating competition or I want to practice with my debating mates or my tennis mates, I basically put that into my schedule and then do my homework around it because I've realized that worrying about homework stresses me out way too much and like blocking yeah. off certain times for my homework. It's like, I literally never do it. And like I procrastinate if I block time for my homework. So I just basically block time for everything else apart from homework and just do my homework around everything. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think school like started because I actually just started school today. Um, mm. You know, we had like this like assembly and they were talking about how year 11 is like such a big year and everything. And it's kind of like freaking me out. And I was just like, I don't think I'm going to have time for anything else but studying, you know. Really, like, like, today was my first day of school as well. And we like there was a whole period um, today where we had to like make a study timetable. And I was yeah, like yeah. looking at it. We did that as well, and I had a study. I had a study hall period. I had like a study period, and I was like, I never even had this before. Now I have it now, so I, I feel like it's more like serious. Because why would we have study periods unless we have a lot of work? Mm. Oh my god, it was so, stressing me out. But I feel I like know. if you like something, you just do it and then make it work. Especially in like yeah. year like eleven and twelve, when everything is so stressful, you need activities that you actually enjoy. Otherwise, like, your life would yeah. be, you get to Because it's so boring. It's, like, repetitive. Because you go to school, you get a lot of work, you learn a lot, and then you go home, you do all the homework, do assignments, come back to school, do sacks, things like that. And it's kind of like, you know, you need something to break it up. Yeah. So extracurriculars are really good for that. And it's good because, like, even after school, like, the skills you learn in extracurricular activities just continue on. It's not like school where you, like, finish school and then you go to uni and then it's, like, a start and stop sort of thing, um, whereas extra yeah. clear activities, you just carry it forever. Yeah. It's very important. Mm-hmm. So why don't we get into the next song? So next up, you're going to be listening to That's Just How It Goes by Role Model, followed by Lotus In by the band Why Don't We. You're listening to Amplify on Sin with Ananya and Levy. Enjoy. This part is tricky When we know the spark is gone But we're scared of moving on Yeah And it gets harder When the date is finally done And I see you having fun Oh yeah If I'm honest I enjoyed it while it lasted But I'll get past it This ain't the first time We both noticed when it shows We know how the story goes You'll sleep with friends of mine I'll sleep with people I don't like And I'll always wanna call But you won't wanna waste your time I'll see you in the street And you'll try not to look at me And I'll miss how it used to be, I know Cause that's just how it goes 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 And I don't want to Have to wonder where you are If you're at my favorite bar Why? Cause 
in by why don't we and before that you're listening to that's just how it goes by role model i'm your host levy and i'm joined with Benanya, and we're talking about extracurriculars currently and we're going to be talking about why we think personally you should do an extracurricular mm-hmm. so we just been talking about the extracurriculars we do but um why have you oh like why did you start drums and why do you keep playing the drums I guess. Well, you know, everyone has like different ways of coping with their anxiety and their stress, you know, because especially when you're a high school student, things can get very hectic, you know, with schoolwork and tests, assignments, things like that, especially when you're in VC, it's just super stressful and you have like, it's just a lot on your mind. When I play the drums or like just any instrument in general, I focus on the thing that I'm doing and I don't focus about other things that are worrying me. So, Mm -hmm. I think that's really helped me just, um, like, you know, train my, like, stress to be low, I guess, if that makes sense. Or, like, it's kind of de-stressed me, you mm-hmm. know, because before I, like, had any instrument or anything like that, I found it hard to, like, relax. And, mm-hmm. like, you know, I guess I'd listen to, like, peaceful music 
So that's still like kind of linked to an instrument, I guess. So mm-hmm. I don't know, just listening to music, playing music, things like that, it really calms me down because I focus on the music and nothing else. And I think mm-hmm. that's really important as, you know, we go into we go into school and, you know, there's so many things on our minds, like especially if we're going through things at home, mm-hmm. like, like home life and school life, like if they're both hectic, then it's very hard to like, get you know catch a break so I think it's important to have like that one thing that you really enjoy yeah kind of like escape from what's happening you know for a bit I completely agree because especially because we just went through a pandemic and we were we're still in a pandemic but we went through a lockdown and we were at home I feel like that's when I really realized the value of like playing the piano and like doing activities that I I love especially when I could at home. I think it was just um, stress relieving to like be able to just go sit on my piano, even though I couldn't go out and just like relieve all the stress that like I had pent up from the fact that I couldn't go out and I was doing online school and I had exams coming up, like all sorts of things like that. It was so good during the pandemic to just sit down and play my piano and everything would go away. And you just, in momentarily, you don't have to think about anything else, I guess. So, yeah. But another thing I feel like, especially with um, activities like, for me, tennis and debating, which is very much a sh- social activity where you have to interact with other people and it's about teamwork, I feel like um, it's very good as a social opportunity to build a network of people that you know and um, you kind of get to know all these new people and you learn different things about them. And you get a lot of experiences, which in turn you can end up putting on your like resume or job applications and things like that, which is really cool. And that's a, um, not to benefit from it, but also just knowing new people and making friends is such a big thing. Like you're making friends outside of school or like, you know, just building that network. Yeah. Yeah, that type of stuff is like really important, especially like when you're, you know, going to uni or you're like, getting like more into your adult life you can use those skills to um help like create new friends at uni or just you know outside of school because you know we've been in school for years and years like since kindergarten and going into uni and being an adult is like going to be really new to us and very different so Mm -hmm. I think you know creating those friends and those bonds outside of school is like good practice for when we do leave high school so Mm -hmm. you know the social skills we can use in the real world is very important I guess yeah and I guess like I don't know like things like that you can put on your resume yeah and kind of like boost um I don't know like make it sound like better I guess when you're giving it into like Mm -hmm. jobs that you want to apply for but I guess you could call us being hosts at thin uh, yeah. extracurricular yeah because this type of stuff we meet new people you know we meet we meet different people and we I host we're all from like different schools we all live in different areas but we yeah can exactly one thing. yeah mm-hmm. you see how like one thing like brings us all together like we've never met before all of us and then we start doing hosting and things like that it builds up our social skills and us being on the radio and being able to voice our opinion that also helps with our social skills as maybe like in real life like when we're adults or even still now we can use these skills that we've learned at thin and be able to apply them so Mm. it's pretty cool you know just meeting people making new friends is very important yeah especially when you're young just like not showing off that's a little bit but like telling other people you do these cool things it just makes you like an interesting person and you have things to okay if I'm being yeah, but if I'm being serious, I kind of boost my ego a bit because I'm just like, you know, <laughs> I'm just like, I'm a radio host a bit, you know? Like, yeah, like it's People so- can actually listen to us. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. I, yeah. Extracurricular activities give me something to talk about with like new people. And like, they kind of show your, your like skill set to people and like your range of skills, I guess, which is really cool yeah. and a bit for us, I guess. But yeah. I mean, yeah, that's really cool. But 
Sensible, you know, said these things. I hope that people listening can take our advice and go and join an extracurricular subject at, um, outside of school. I think that it would be really helpful for you, especially like when you're studying and going through a lot. Um, I think it's really important. So, yeah, that being said, we're going to get into the next song, which is Let It Happen by Tame Impala. You're listening to Amplify on Sin 90.7. I'm your host, Levy, and I'm joined with Ananya, and we're talking about extracurriculars. Oh, no, 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 no,
It's all my fault Made you put down your car I know I made you fall And said you were wrong for me I lied to you, I lied to you, I lied to you Can't hide the truth, I stayed with her in spite of you You did some things that you regret, still right for you Cause this house is not a home